Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Sardellas Podcast Con Mama and Dada There's some fast Gracias, Ariela. Familia, this episode we are dedicating to Edgar's amazing mother, my awesome suegra, who is now in heaven. Rest in peace, Baudelia Sotelo. Thank you, my love. And thank you, familia, first and foremost, for all the love and support that we have received. I know some of you, this is maybe the very first time you're hearing about the fact that my mom has passed away about two years after my dad went to heaven. The reason why we want to share this experience, it just happened about four days ago. Today is Sunday morning as we are recording this. It happened Wednesday night, October 19th, 2022. Is it because we hope that our journey and through this experience of me losing my parents, that whatever pain you may hear in my voice as I'll try not to break down and cry throughout this episode, that this journey and the pain that you hear, God willing, it gives you that intentional purpose to be at peace with your loved ones. I love that. Mi mamá bella. We all called her bella because our niece <laughs> Yasmin, who's the first granddaughter, de niña no podía decir su nombre, mamá Baudelia. That's a tough one, yeah. Baudelia, Baudelia. right? Baudelia. So she started calling her Ma Bella. Entonces we were trying to correct Yasmin, our niece. No, no, it's Mama Baudelia. And then my mom stopped everybody. She said, no. <laughs> Me gusta. <laughs> Mama Bella está muy bien. Sí. And since that day, we all called her Ma Bella. Mi bella mamá is now reunited with my dad in heaven. I'm heartbroken, of course, because I won't get to hug her again here on earth, but... I'm full of hope and peace and joy because I know that she's no longer suffering with her terminal illness. And instead, she's being hugged and rejoicing in the arms of my dad and our Heavenly Father in heaven, Mm. where one day I will get to hug them both and enjoy them for an eternity. Our friends TJ and Jess uh, sent us a wonderful voice message after hearing that my mom passed away. And it made me cry, but it was like tears of joy because they were sharing with me They're like, Edgar, just imagine this. The moment that your mom took her last breath here on earth, which Alani and myself were with her at that moment, and we'll explain that further. The moment she took her last breath here on earth, she took her first breath in heaven. Wow. And the first thing she saw was my dad extending his arms. (laughs) Beta, bella. And our Heavenly Father extending his arms saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Y a mi lo imagino mi papá abrazando bella. O sea, mi mamá estaba enamorada de mi papá, pero mi papá, he was crazy, (laughs) madly in love with my mom. If y'all think que yo soy mandilón, I learned it from my dad. (laughs) Or as my dad would say, no soy mandilón, mijo, I'm not whipped. Soy comprensivo. (laughs) Soy comprensivo. I'm just very understanding (laughs) of your mom. And I could just imagine them embracing each other. And I know my dad would say some type of joke because he's hilarious. And he'd be like, bueno, dice, tan a gusto que estaba, pero ahora me voy a poner a trabajar, no? Like, I was just chilling, but now that you're here, you know, I got to get back to work. And I could just see my mom 
hugging my dad. My dad was her rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, para todo, my dad was there. And uh, I know life was challenging for her these last two years without him, but she kept on fighting this crazy terminal illness that she had called myelodysplastic syndrome, which affects her bone marrow and she couldn't reproduce red blood cells correctly. And I want to thank you if you've ever donated blood before. And if you haven't, please do. But it's because of you that my mom was able to live. Mm. She would get blood transfusions every two to three weeks just to stay alive. Because that was the only way to manage her illness at her age. She passed away at the age of 79 and graduated to heaven. So thank you so much for those of you that donated blood. Five years ago, my mom got diagnosed with this illness. We were living in New York, babe. At the time, we received the news. We were actually in Puerto Rico. We had just landed. On holiday vacation, we had just landed. I had a voice message. I checked the voice message, and it's my mother's doctor telling us the news. Sentimos que el mundo se nos iba a acabar. Like, we were on vacation, but we were not there. And I immediately called the doctor back, and she says, your mom has about a year to a year and a half left of her life. This was five years ago. So I can sit here and yes, I'm heartbroken. Yes, we're hurting, but I'd rather choose to focus on the blessing that God nos la prestó for that much more. Mm. It is true when people say that doctors don't have the last word, but God has the last word. Doctors only gave her a year to a year and a half of life and she lasted five years. And we saw that. And three years ago, she was in the hospital for three months straight. Everybody thought that was it. In ICU. Y gracias a Dios, we were able to move from New York back to California, where she got to build a beautiful relationship with our daughter, Ariela, at the time. Mm. And then eventually, she got to see the birth of our daughter, Alani. But babe, you were eight months pregnant? No, excuse me. You were like five to six months pregnant when she was in the hospital here in Los Angeles. That's right, yeah. And there was a very good chance she was never going to meet Alani. Alani, yeah. Pero Papa Dios kept her alive for us. Yeah. And she beat all the odds. What an amazing, strong woman. And she has such a beautiful connection with our youngest daughter, Alani. Mm-hmm. And people even say she looks like her grandma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. So um, there's a lot to be grateful for. And I'm just grateful for having such an amazing, funny, and loving mother for the last 40 years of my life. Mama Bella, thank you for loving me and believing in me the way God loves and believes in his children unconditionally. I'll be completely honest with you guys. There were many times in my life, high school, college, when I was first starting my career in radio, where my own family didn't want me to continue in the path that I felt God wanted me to continue in. And my number one supporter, always, you know, she would hear the family say what they needed to say about me and doubt and and challenge me and because they loved me, but they were like, yo, you got to go this other route. You got a master's degree in leadership. You have a degree in psychology. Like, ¿qué estás haciendo metiéndote en la radio y todo eso? And after everybody said what they needed to say, my mom, one-on-one, would be like, hijo, yo creo en ti. Haz lo que Dios te puso en tu corazón. I believe in you. Do what God has put in your heart. And she was my number one confidant. Yeah. She was my number one supporter. I was the last baby yeah. that she gave birth to. and At the age of 40. And crazy mm-hmm. that I was the last son she saw before she went to heaven. 
And we'll dive into that in a little bit. But I just want to thank you, Mom, for believing in me and loving me the way God loves and believes in his children unconditionally. And that's how I learned how to love our daughters, babe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you are an amazing example of what a loving woman of faith should be for our daughters who loved you so much. Sundays after church, going over to her house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would run to her and hug her leg. <laughs> y ella las abrazaba y las dejaba hacer lo que quisieran en la casa. That's right. Our daughters would destroy her house, play soccer inside. I would never <laughs> be able to do something like that when I was a kid. Aww. Pero ella feliz de tener a sus hijas jugando. Como la tenían en, en el sofá. You know that uh, sofa recliner? The girls would press the button. And It was like a remote like, control. Ah! But she didn't care that she was up and down because the girls would put her up and down. She was loving it. The girls loved to put Bay on there and sit in the recliner with, <laughs> with her, her as they reclined it and lifted her feet up and down. <laughs> y Bella, it's okay, mijo, it's okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bella, for teaching me how to be humble and grateful for the blessings that God has given us. Cada rato me decía, mijo, agradecele a todos tus radioescuchas. Agradecele a esa persona. She would always run it. Did you already say thank you to your listener? Did you say thank you to that person that gave you this opportunity? This and that. Like, she was always telling me, did you thank your wife for doing this? Mm-hmm. Or your brothers or whoever. Always reminding me about how important it is to live through a lens of gratitude and not entitlement. And focusing on the blessings in her life and not the burdens. And I just admire how courageous she is, babe. Yeah. And was while she lived here. You know, not only fighting through this mild dysplastic syndrome situation and shocking doctors. Even this last time that she was in ICU for the last two weeks before passing away. Doctors were shocked at her tolerance level. Doctors were shocked that she was still alive, that she was still going And it's that willpower, that love for her family that kept her going. And this is a 79-year-old woman that is five feet tall. She is tiny, petite, pero fuerte como un roble. And I just want to thank you, Papa Dios, for allowing both of my parents to see the fruits of their labor and sacrifice. Gracias a Dios, tanto mi hermano Jorge, my oldest brother George, my middle brother Eddie, Piolín, and myself. I would like to think that overall we're good people. Mm. We're doing positive things in life. We have our families. We love our wives. We love our children. We're doing good things professionally. And that to me, I saw the joy in their eyes, babe. Yeah. Knowing that their kids were doing well in life. And that sacrifice como inmigrantes de venir y dejar todo en México a Estados Unidos when I was five years old. It was worth it. Yeah. And that continues to be my drive to go even harder and better to keep bellas And Pachonos, my dad and my mom's legacy alive and continue celebrating them every day. That's what motivates me to keep on going, y'all. And I want Ariel and Alani to never forget who their grandparents are. We will tell them stories upon stories and show them videos of how much they love them. I mean, what an amazing legacy that they leave behind, both your parents. But tu mamá, una mujer tan fuerte. Not every mother can say, I have three very creative, intelligent, kind sons. You know, the things that you have reached, the things your brother Eddie has reached, the things that your brother George, you know, at Disneyland. Not every mother could say that. Deja eso a un lado, you know, leave that to the side. But your hearts are in the right place. You guys all fear God. And that shows through the kindness of, like, you know, your kids. And Amen. That's such an amazing thing. 
I just want to encourage you that you're a parent, whether you be a single parent or a parent that has a spouse, you may not see it right now. The sacrifice, the things that you're instilling in your kids, tal vez son malagradecidos ahorita. Maybe you have an issue with your teenage son or daughter right now. But I just want to tell you, do not give up on your children because eventually those seeds that you are planting right now in your children will give fruit eventually. Never stop praying for them because the more you pray, that is the ground that is being fertilized so that seed can sprout into a beautiful plant that's going to give fruits of blessings, generational blessings. Mm. As you're mentioning Don't never stop praying. Me acuerdo de que you and I got married like 11 plus years ago. But as soon as we got married, we moved to Texas and then New York. And one thing I'll never forget was your mom would always say, I am praying, estoy pidiéndole a Dios que regresen a California. And every time we would talk to her, she was like, I'm praying that you'll come back. I'm praying que van a regresar a California. And like every time we were like, yes, yes, God willing, you know, and Soon, soon. We were out for 10 years, San Francisco, yeah. Dallas, New York, and then eventually came back to and LA. And then we came back to LA at the right time. Like God knew and answered your mom's prayer because that's when they got sick and you were with them the most. And prayer is a powerful tool. And Amen. it worked, you know? And it was crazy, baby, that you bring this up because I remember giving the news to my parents, right? Guess what? Su hijo, the first Mexicano immigrant, going to be on English radio in new york city from the <laughs> empire state building and yes they were happy for me but the first one to say something my mom as soon as she congratulated and hugged me she's like i give you hijo pero cuando regresas a california <laughs> like but when are you coming back to california so i want you to have a house here and yeah. i want you guys to visit and i want to meet your children one day and hang out you know like it was always that that one of my favorite memories <laughs> was walking in new york city con tus papás todavía no teníamos ariela and it was so nice and fun you know nunca habían ido a nueva york you had the blessing to present Fluffy, the comedian, at Madison Square Garden. Like, it was such a big deal. And I was trying to hype your parents up. Like, <laughs> this is such a big deal. Que emoción, bella. Pero tus papás bien humildes, nada de creídos. Like, they're very proud, but they're super humble. And and I was like, wow, this is so amazing, you know, that I, I'm blessed with these amazing suegros that are just so chill, easygoing, yeah. se adaptaban a todo. Vámonos para acá, órale para acá. Because you know what, babe? To my parents... Even more important than having professional success, it was all about personal and spiritual success. Yeah. That's what they really wanted to drive into us. Definitely. And you best believe that, and I've shared this with you guys in the past, the reason why we have so much peace right now, mm -hmm. the reason why Bella and my dad had so much peace when they passed away is because they were at peace with God. They were at peace with those who loved them, and we were at peace with them. Mm -hmm. no regrets of anything and when we were with my mom in her last moments after the entire family was there some of our family uh stepped away to get something to eat and i said it's okay i'll stay here with the girls janet and i stayed for for a little bit after everybody had been there with her at this moment in time they were just giving her quality of life her organs were already failing this was at a hospice Not this was at a hospital. hospice. We were able to get her out of a hospital and take her to a hospice yeah. so she can be more tranquila without the machines, without the beeping. A hospice is uh, basically a hospital, but it looks like a hotel. 
and it's, it's it doesn't have any of the beeping noises and yeah. it makes everybody feel more comfortable more at peace and they're really about pain management and making sure that your loved one goes to heaven when it's god's time yeah naturally they yeah. don't do anything to make it faster or anything like that is they just manage the pain and it's all natural and it's all within god's will yeah which is really hard honestly it changes you i feel blessed that we were able to experience that at the same time i feel like a like a changed woman because it is one of the hardest things to witness when you see somebody slowly dying before your own eyes someone you love and we were all there together the whole family and it was a beautiful thing pero es como cuando a qué hora and it's only god's will right but it is the hardest thing to witness en qué momento se la va a llevar y cómo y la angustia y it is so humbling but it's also like you see god's presence in the midst of it all you know i'm just um you know blessed that we were able to be with her till the last breath she took and she was surrounded by her entire immediate family my brothers mis cuñadas grandchildren her sisters-in-laws and i had a beautiful moment with her you know when she passed and it was beautiful to have lupita and marie just the three nueras around her um just saying thank you for giving us our men and everything that she's done for us you know it was beautiful thank you baby And Bea's last moments are so beautiful and poetic in a way. Because at the time, uh, some people stepped away to to get something to eat. They had been there all day. So it was like my turn to, to, to be there with her. And at the time, Janet stepped away to get us some food. And Bea's last moments were so beautiful and poetic to a certain extent. Bea's joy was having our daughters over at her house <laughs> and Every playing yeah. on the weekends and just Like that gave her life. That gave her joy. Mijo, a queras llegan, a queras llegan. You know, I have this or I have un regalito para las niñas and I want them to play. And just hearing the girls laughing and enjoying. And I remember Bella would uh, put them on her walker and take them around the whole house <laughs> like it was a roller coaster, you yeah. know. And our daughters of five and three years of age, Ariana and Alani. And in her last moments, it was just uh, Janet, the girls and I and Our daughters were playing in Bella's room and she could hear the girls and you could see my mom. Even though she couldn't speak, she would react with her eyebrows and, and she would uh, squeeze my hand and she was still reacting after speaking to her brothers and sisters in Mexico también and she would react to all of us. And, and she heard, the last things she heard were the girls running, her granddaughters <laughs> yeah. running around and playing. And I wonder if she didn't just imagine at that moment in time that she was in her home The girls are playing and then she went and ended up in her eternal home, which is heaven. And also, guys, that's what confirms it, that, you know, we are spiritual beings. Because the moment that my mom passed away and same thing happened with my dad as I was present for that as well with my brothers. But you notice, man, when they take their last breath here on earth and they're taking their first breath in heaven, you don't feel their presence in the room anymore. Their body is there. But it's just a body. But their presence is gone. It, it's, it's, I don't know how to explain it. And I hope I'm making sense. But that's how you know that we are spiritual beings at yeah. the end of the day. And that there is a heaven. That there is a God. And I just want to encourage you right now. Before we continue. And I would love to tell awesome stories about Bea. And how funny and fun she is. 
I want to dedicate this song to our beautiful mom, Bella. Yo te extrañaré. Para el tercer cielo. Sí, ama, yo te extrañaré. Lo por seguro. Fueron tantos bellos y malos momentos que vivimos. Nothing is more important in life than being at peace with God. And being at peace with the ones you love. If you get anything from this episode, is that don't wait another moment, don't wait another day. Because as the song says, you can't turn time back when somebody leaves to hug them, to tell them how much you love them, to apologize. I don't care. Stop listening to this episode right now. And call your mom or call your dad or call that loved one that you have issues with right now. And they may not accept your apology. They may not want to be at peace with you. But you know what? At least you tried. At least you're at peace with them. And that's all that matters, guys. At the end of your life, how much money you may or may not have won't matter to you. But who you're surrounded by and being at peace with them will be the only thing that matters. Who is my bella Baudelia Sotelo Montes de Ocotlán, Jalisco, Mexico? Uh, she is the daughter, honestly, I lost count, something like 12, 13, 14 brothers and sisters. The oldest. Yeah, she was the oldest living sister up until a few days ago. Y sabes que algo muy bonito de ella es de que nunca tuvo pleitos con sus hermanos y hermanas. She's... Honestly, I could say easily the most loved out of her family that doesn't have beef. Yes, as can familias grandes, it's almost impossible for you not to have beef with somebody for some weird reason. Malacara, que esto, que el otro, whatever. Right. But she's so dearly loved because all she did was give love and share love. She was so unselfish. I remember when we first immigrated from Mexico to the garage of my uncle's house in the back room. We were extremely poor financially, but rich in faith and in hope and in family love. She would offer us more food before she even took a bite, you know? And, and that is such Como an amazing madre. mother right there. Mm -hmm. And even at the age of 40, she would send me voice messages like this. Baby, Dios te bendiga, papi. Que tus angelitos te cuiden y te den mucha tranquilidad. Y pústate bien, papito lindo. Mm -hmm. Besitos. Bye. ¿Qué te hace sentir eso que siempre te chiqueaba? You were by far the most chiqueado. I think we just had this special bond, baby, because she had me so late in her life. She had me at the age of 40. Ahora tú, bella, you are my guardian angel along with Pachoño. And at the age of 40, she would call me baby. One of the first things that you were shocked by, even after we got married, is that when we would visit them back home, 
what would happen at like six in the morning? Te ibas con ellos a dormir. Like you would go cuddle with them in bed. <laughs> Jump in bed with them, right? I was like, all right. <laughs> That's the kind of relationship that we had. And my mom was courageous, man, and super funny as well. Y le valía queso. I remember if she didn't see me or didn't know where I was at within 30 minutes to an hour, she would go out searching for me. <laughs> I remember we had a park like two blocks around the corner. Y de repente, mis amigos would stop playing basketball. But they're like, yo, I think we hear Edgar's mom. And we're like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah, we hear Edgar! Edgar! <laughs> right? And next thing you know, it was my mom on my bicycle rolling down the hill to the park searching for me, babe. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you on your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know my mom knew how to ride a bike. <laughs> Whatever it takes for my kids. Cuidar a mi bebé. You know, and when my brother George used to be an alcoholic, she would be the one that would go dive into bars and drag him out. That's what a mother would do. That's amazing. One of my favorite memories was uh, when we would go back to Mexico in the summers. Que I was a super picky eater, and I was like in elementary school. No quería comer nada y mandó a uno de mis tíos all the way to drive to Guadalajara, an hour away from Ocotlán, to get me Kentucky Fried Chicken because that's the only thing I would eat. <laughs> she was always going above and beyond for her kids, man. And then she would have sleepovers with her sisters and uh, mis tíos y mis tías y mis primos. It was just, it was just awesome, man. And that's the amazing woman that she's always been, just about family, dedicated to her kids. And that's why I feel so much peace and so much joy, guys, even though I'm heartbroken, is because how can I sit here and complain, babe? My dad lived to be 77. My mom lived to be 79. And for the last 40 years of my life, I didn't have the perfect parents because no parent is perfect. You and I aren't perfect, babe. Right. But I had amazingly loving parents that believed in me every step of the way. And that showed me God's love. Es una gran bendición, and I'm glad that you have parents like that as well, babe. When you're a Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card member, your favorite meal in another city is just an online booking away. Así que conocerás dónde se consigue el mejor pan dulce to have with your morning cafecito in L.A. Where's the best pupusería in the Bay? Y dónde encontrar la salsa verde más rica en San Antonio? Because you're the travel foodie. The Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know reserve. And those are the kind of parents that we want to be for our daughters. And I just want to encourage you that you're a parent right now. What legacy are you leaving for your kids to carry on? Yeah. And really, as you can tell, guys, at the end of the day, what stories are people going to say about you when you pass? How do you want to be remembered? What is your legacy? Both the fun and also the emotional and the spiritual. And allow this to shape your life from here on out. Be intentional about the legacy that you want to live. We love you guys. Thank you for all the love and support. Thank you to all the doctors and nurses. All the prayers. We felt all your them. prayers yeah. and love and messages. Like we are not alone and we feel it. So thank you so much. And, um, one of the greatest blessings um, within this last year was we were able to call my mom on her birthday when she turned 79 on our show, on our radio show, Shaboy Show. And I want to share that call with you. And she was so cute and so amazing. And I mean, she has my brother Piolin in radio. She has mm -hmm. me in radio. We've been in radio for a really long time. But for some reason, she was always shocked and surprised every time we called her to wish her a happy birthday on her birthday <laughs> in la radio, you know? So That's cute. how humble she was, you know? Also, it's like, 
she was this very confident woman but like humble confidence and she knew how to speak like she was well spoken here's the moment where we called her to wish her a happy birthday and we'll wrap up with this hello Bella! Hey, papito lindo, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> Bien, estás en vivo en la radio. Ay, papito lindo, qué bueno, papi. Bella, Mírate. te queremos felicitar hoy, el día de tu cumpleaños. Ay. Te amo. Oh, gracias. Gracias, bebito lindo. Gracias a todo tu equipo de trabajo y a tu radio escuchas. Sí, bueno, mi mucho, papito lindo. So Ustedes chico. son una bendición para mí. No, mamá, la bendición. Son mi alegría, papi, mis tres hijos y toda mi familia y mi radio escuchas, todo tu equipo de trabajo. Te queremos mucho. mucho, papito. Hoy, siendo el Día de los Reyes Magos, tú eres el mejor regalo que podemos recibir. Y sé que mi papá desde el cielo te sigue cuidando, te sigue queriendo. Y nosotros también Gracias. te vamos a seguir apapachando hasta que regreses sí, con él un día. ¿Ok, amor? Ok, papito lindo. ¡Feliz 79 oh, años, amor! Ya estoy, ya estoy más para allá que para acá, pero en fin, aquí lo estoy cuidando y dándoles cariño y amor y apoyo a todo a todas mis amistades y a ustedes también. Y... Oiga, doña Bella, sí, la merreta sí está bien ruca, pero todavía está buena, ¿eh? No, no te creas, ¿cómo crees? Amá, nos vemos al ratito en la casa, te quiero. Ok, papito, besitos y saludos a todos tus radiochuches y a tu equipo de trabajo, que Dios los cuide y los bendiga, papi. Los queremos mucho, ¿ok? Y gracias por ser tan lindo hijo, bebé. Ay, qué cute. And that's my greatest gift. See what I mean? She's so well-spoken. Oh. And funny and, and the lessons. Gracias por ser un buen hijo. Eso sí. And that is my biggest reward in life, guys. We love you. Let that be the best reward for you. Every night before you go to sleep, just know that you did whatever is within your power to try to be the best father, brother, daughter, sister, wife, husband, mother, whatever your roles are in life. And yes, you're going to mess up. There are going to be days you mess up. But be quick to say you're sorry. And even quicker to get back up, wake up the next day and not give up. We love you guys. Muchísimas gracias por todo su apoyo y sus oraciones. If you want to connect with us via social media, it's super easy. Yes, on hashtag losotelos or losotelos.com. Que me los bendiga. Remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other mientras están en vida. Don't wait until somebody passes away to try to celebrate them. Also, what gives us peace and joy is that we celebrated our parents to the max cuando estaban en vida. La vez que los llevamos a Cancún, babe. And we did their 50th year wedding anniversary. It was my parents, your parents, and it was your parents' wedding anniversary. Los casamos. Tú fuiste ahí el que hizo la ceremonia. Los echamos un lazo. My sí. parents were... Los padrinos. padrinos. We had so much fun with your parents. Oh, man. They were fun. Now we have all the memories to tell our girls. Te amamos, Pachoño, Mabella. Until we meet again in heaven one day, thank you for all the blessings and the generational legacy that you have left for us, our beautiful daughters, all your grandchildren that love you, your nueras, and my brothers. Los queremos mucho.
And I want to take a moment uh, to send our love to anybody else that's listening to us right now that you may have lost a loved one recently, or this may trigger you to remember somebody that you lost that is now in heaven. We just want to tell you that you're not alone. We love you. Nobody's journey is the same. Nobody's loss is the same, but we can come together and knowing that it's difficult, but there's hope. There's always hope. So just want to send you our love. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more.